Hello my friends, this is Alex. Welcome to Socialism Survival Podcast number 60. Today is another short take because unfortunately all my family is uh, fighting cold, uh, running noses, plus some are coughing, some are sneezing and both my kids have to miss their preschool and kindergarten classes because of that. And of course Taking care of them takes most of my time today. However, I didn't want to miss my regular Monday recording and posting. Therefore, here is my subject today, which is Socialism Survivors Entertainment. While socialism oppressed us and robbed our lives, while communist party bosses played their games, it doesn't mean we didn't have our own games, our own entertainment. I will tell you more about that and some related stories after the following short segment of virtual housekeeping and community organizing. Please visit and explore my website at socialismsurvival.com. Very soon it will look completely different I'll be moving it to another platform and it will look differently and will be more interactive plus being able to use such software like if you understand of course what it means Adobe After Effects Photoshop Speed Edit if it tells you anything I will work now on making the socialism survival presentation video YouTube and of course for soon new looking website there are some other vital changes that happened already and some are about to happen which I will share with you in my future podcasts so keep listening and checking my website frequently please join me on Twitter and Facebook I will appreciate your feedback on iTunes and either email me to podcast at socialismsurvival.com or call and leave your voice message using Google Voice feature in top right corner on my site's front page. If you have your own blog or website, please link from there to socialismsurvival.com and share the word about this podcast in every way possible. These days, when my kids are recovering from cold, what do we do? We spend some time together playing different table games like checkers, domino, Russian lotto and others. We entertain ourselves in different ways. Recently I also taught my son to play backgammon. I'm teaching him how to play guitar and how to sing. A few days ago when he was less sick, he took off on his bicycle without training wheels 
for the first time. Comparing it with my childhood that was spent during cold period of Leonid Brezhnev, when socialism there was still alive but very ill. I see that the ways of our survival there and here are very similar. One thing I hope that my children will learn from me along with playing games is how to survive American socialism. Going back to my memories, I can tell you that our games there were mostly seasonal. In very cold winters, with a lot of snow and ice in daylight, we were building snowmen, engaged in snowball fights, and were sledding from icy hills. In the evenings, we were listening to shortwave radio, read books, and played table games. Even when we had to go to the school where we were prosecuted for our anti-socialist position, our lives were completely transformed once we got back home from the school. During spring and fall and part of August, we were heavily loaded with gardening and then with preserving our food for the winter. But large part of the summer, we had a lot of outdoor fun, riding our ancient bikes, playing Russian custom-built skittles, and did fishing with our custom-made fishing poles made from local trees, branches. Well, most of the things to play were custom-made as our parents used their money to buy more important things like food, clothes, wood and coal for the winter, canning jars, things like that. Even to buy cardboard checkerboard with checkers, we had to collect our own money by helping our neighbors with gardening and then they paid us something. The same way we collected money to buy a table tennis set or what you call ping pong. But we used that plywood to make the table. When we grew up, especially I and my older brother, we found our way to the city's central stadium where we wanted to watch football games. Well, keep in mind, I'm not talking about American football, but what is called here soccer. The name I'm not used to. Of course, we didn't have money to buy tickets. Guess what we did then? We had to climb over the fence. Of course, we weren't alone in that adventure. And it wasn't that safe. The walls of the fence were tall and when police discovered that some people are getting into stadium that way, then the stadium workers covered the top and upper sides of the fence with raw oil and grease to keep us away. Sometimes though 
we would find a good policeman who would let us in. European football was a very popular game that we always played as children and teenagers and we were happy to get into a stadium to watch and learn how to play like professionals. We loved to sneak into a movie theaters too, but that wasn't as easy as into stadiums. And also our parents prohibited that according to their religious beliefs. Movies were considered worldly sinful entertainment and we could get in a big trouble had our dad discovered that we went there. Our family overall was involved a lot in music. Our grandpa directed his village choir. Our dad loved to play his seven-string guitar and balalaika, oh, that's another Russian national instrument, and to sing with mom and with us. When we learned how to tune and play guitar, we transformed that guitar into a six-string. First, <clears throat> dad tried to compete with us, but later gave up and just kept playing his balalaika. He brought it with him from the Ukraine and played it to the end of his life here in America. He died in Oregon a few years ago and I inherited the right to keep proudly his balalaika in my home. Now I can buy here any instrument I want, but I still remember myself as a teenager back in the Soviet Ukraine. Often standing in a music section of our city's central department store, looking at brand new shiny electric guitars hanging on the wall and dreaming of the times when I will be able to afford buying something like that. When our grandparents were still alive, we loved visiting them in the village during school breaks and in the summer. We helped them with their garden and livestock, but especially we loved running in the field, fishing in Kolkhoz ponds and baking fish with potatoes right there in the bonfire ashes next to the pond. Whether outside by the bonfire in the warm season or inside next to the hot wall of the Russian oven in the winter, but we always were getting together to play and to tell one another different stories or anecdotes. And that's what I'll end this podcast with. One good Russian story or anecdote. Like many years ago, it entertained us in Soviet Union and helped us to survive Soviet socialism. I hope it will help you, will entertain you, and you will survive Obamanism here in America. And I also hope that you got some survival entertainment ideas for the tougher times if it will come.
Here is my closing story. Once upon a time, communists decided to hold a football championship among the patients of mental hospitals. While one such team was flying in the airplane to meet with the other team, members of the first team decided to play football right there in the airplane. And the pilot, of course, was getting very nervous. He called the team captain, also mental patient, of course, to the cockpit and said, this football in the aircraft, this game, must immediately be stopped or we will crash. Please, convince your team somehow. No problem, the team captain said. In a little time, there is a complete silence in the cabin. The pilot calls team captain to the cup cockpit and asks hey how were you able to negotiate with them very simply although they are all crazy psychos it's always easy to reach an agreement with them you just have to know how for example I gave them sensible advice and they listened to it. And what kind of advice? Asked Pilot. I told them, guys, are you really comfortable playing indoors in this crowded cabin? Wouldn't it be better to go into a fresh air? <laughs> That's it. For this time, my friends, God bless you, God bless America, have a fun, until the next time, and you'll hear again the voice of the common sense and uncommon humor, your socialism survival host, Alex.